live. We are live for you, Hunty. You just don't understand, people, how much technical difficulties we've just had for the past 30 minutes. I do. It was like pulling a horse's tooth. And so I really hope that you have your Chardonnay and I really hope that you have your, your cannabis. Okay, because tonight's episode, and I say this every week because I'm dramatic, it's a doozy, guys. All right. Family, we need to talk. We need to talk, family, because someone's trying to pull wool over our eyes. Okay. The woolly. But before we do that, creative, how are you today? I'm doing pretty uh, snazzy dizzily. <laughs> say that one again for the folks. One more again for the folks. I'm doing pretty snazzly dizzily. Snazzly doozily. It is. Well, I'm <laughs> doing snoozily doozily dough. So let's go on and get you in this uh, frame here, brother. I felt like I should have just been an <laughs> audience member today. No, come I felt, on in. I kind of felt left out. Come on in. You can come <laughs> 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 I'm always technical. I'm always like, the camera has to be like this. There's a mic on. It's a weed there. Is your joint rolled? <laughs> Guys, tonight we're smoking on a strain called Wedding Cake. Okay. It's gonna be a Wedding Cake. Here it comes. Wedding Cake. Wedding Cake. It's an indica and it is delish. Okay. So grab your cannabis, grab your Chardonnay. You're tuned into Cannabis and Chardonnay, episode 31. You guys are amazing for rocking with us. I swear to you, this is my favorite day because of you guys. I, I don't know what else to say other than we're trying to get even better, even better at this. We're going to be switching over to YouTube pretty soon. So those of you who rock with us, please subscribe so that you can stay tuned and get notifications and, you know, tune into the fun conversation. You know what I mean? But uh, Creative, how you doing today, brother? Susie <laughs> Ain't nothing happened today. I just drove and then I uh, stopped and I cooked some uh, hamburger meat and then I put some scrimps in it and then what? I went to the gym. Then I did some uh, push-ups. Oh, I didn't do push-ups yet. I did the treadmill and some weights, and then people be mad wet, and then you gotta like see the machine to be wet. You're like, ugh. Then you gotta move to the next one, and then you gotta wait till somebody else clean it off, then go back. Yeah, Hussy, that sounds like a journey to me. Yeah, yeah. Silas, how's your day going? <laughs> Brain fart. I've been edit mode all day, in and out of different projects, looking at two different screens at once, preparing things musically. Thank you, I need that. Dogs <laughs> like it, man. I mean, the climate of the planet is so interesting around this time. Halloween's tomorrow. You guys know that I have my, my mindset where I know that a lot of rituals are starting to happen. A lot of crazy things are happening and people are like, what the fuck is going on? So today's conversation is family. We need to talk and we need to talk about some shit. Last week we talked about detoxing and I really hope that you guys took some time to do just that. I know I did. I've had no television and I really kind of threw myself into a lot of projects this week that I knew needed to be done. Um, I was very successful at it, but I, my world was rocked just like the rest of you when I heard about the shooting. 
But when I heard about the shooting, it came at least eight or nine hours after I had watched the Black KKK's men. Mm. If anybody knows me personally, I'm always late to the party because I live under a rock that has a hole in it. And I peek outside my rock to see what's going on occasionally, go back in my rock and ponder. And when I come back out, I pretty much have some ideas, but this week my rock got shaken, okay? Oh no. And coincidences, how do you feel about coincidences creative? Do you believe coincidences exist? Uh, winky. Winky. Not a coincidence. It was a coincidence. Yeah. I don't. Do you believe they exist? I acknowledge that they exist in some people's lives. Uh, I don't. I I get more like deja vu's than coincidences. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna make this a real short, short, sweet episode then, folks, because. Creative, you saw the Black K case, man. You even gave a review on it. Yep. You can't give the people a little footnote review real fast so that they know what the KKK men was all about. You care to share? Um, the, the, the uh, Black Klansman was about a black dude who worked in the FBI, and he really didn't have no. They really didn't know where to stick him because he was colored, and um, they was like, "Well, we just gonna put you on this." They just gave him a little project. And he uh pretended, well, he, did he? No, I think, yeah, he just pretended to be a white man that's trying to join the KKK so the FBI can infiltrate the KKK. And it worked. And he built a relationship with the uh Klan's leader. What's his name? The dude, the leader? Something Duke, right? Yeah, David Duke. David Duke. David Duke. Yeah, he built a uh, rapport with David Duke. Mm-hmm. And... He really, they really didn't bring, well, I guess after the movie, they did more, I guess it went further. And they brung, they brung down a lot of things, but in this movie, it was just like a, kind of like an accidental uh, stoppage of a bombing. Yeah, because he, he wanted to be a cop uh, his entire life. Mm-hmm. And he was like, sh- they had him doing paperwork in the beginning or I don't, receiving, whatever it's called. And he he was so ambitious that he went to his uh, sergeant captain and said, hey, put me on this team. Let me do this. Let me do this. And they gave him a project. And it it felt like, I don't know, I have to watch it again, but it kind of felt like it just, it was almost like, in a sense, a coincidence, like, because he was making cold calls in a sense. And one thing led to another. A person who he had called was like, man, I like you. I'd like to get you on my team. And then it just happened to be the fucking KKK. <laughs> and they didn't know he was black. <laughs> what shook me about this whole movie, because it really was his journey on getting into this case and experiencing the whole process and really hearing how much people really hated another race, well, I'm sorry, another nationality, because we're all one race, the human race. But it's interesting how much hatred exists and hate for the black communities more specifically. And then during that time, it was this kind of like, to see it reenacted was real eye-opening. But the stinger for me about this movie came at the end. White power. Huh? White power. 
No, not that. Eh, eh, eh. No. That's why I cried. No. <laughs> For me, it was when the, the, I guess the sergeant, he pulled them all into his office and he was like, okay, we're ending this case, basically, right? And mm. then Spike Lee, shut, he cuts to a whole montage of how history just kind of morphed from there. And, and one of the things we keep asking ourselves, and we keep trying to blame President Trump for the state of the world right now, but they're not looking at all of the things that have happened over time that have welcomed such hate. It's kind of like the veil has been taken back and the spell has been broken and America can see what America really feels about the people that live there within, okay? It is quite sad. In the KKK's movie, I mean, sorry, in the Black Klansman movie, there was a scene where the guy was talking horrendously about Jewish people. And, and one Jew went undercover. The Jew, it, it was interesting how it was the Black man and the Jewish man. The Black man had the white voice. But the Jewish man had the white face. The Black man could not infiltrate the KKK as a Black man, so they took another officer who was Jewish. Yes. And they had him go on the field. To be the white guy. To be, yeah, to play the Black man. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So I say this much. The stinger for me was when the dude, the sergeant was like, we're going to make all this disappear like it never happened. Destroy all the evidence. And he's like, what? Destroy all the evidence? Fast forward to 2018 because this movie was based on a true story. We have people going into churches and shooting people up. People going into now synagogues and shooting people up. Schools, shooting people up. Concerts, movie theaters, you name it. There's so much hate being perpetuated. You have black men being killed, but you have white men going into these establishments and shooting people up. And we knew how these people have felt all along. The KKK's men, the, K, the KKK, their plan was to infiltrate places of power like the police force and government. Every industry, they're there. Still perpetuating present. hate neo-nazis white supremacy it's not cool it's not right and this movie showed us how it got swept under the rug and how the department was like destroy all of this evidence why destroy evidence after he cracked this, the case exactly if this was a history winning case like when in that case made history then why destroyed the evidence so that in 2018 we can complain and ask questions like why is the world so hateful let's blame it on the existing president well it's beneath the jurisdiction well i understand it's all rhetoric it's all magic it's all rituals they need people's energies to do certain thing things so if they have you focused on something and they're affecting you making you see all these racial things, and then you see all these cases, most recent, a woman out of Brooklyn saying that a young kid tried to sexually harass her, and the camera, I'm sorry, and the footage came out showing that it was the kid's book bag that brushed up against the woman. And she rebuttaled. And she rebuttaled and apologized, but said, you know what, well, his mother was being nasty to me. The camera didn't show that either. Camera showed the mother being nasty to you after you accused her nine-year-old son of sexually harassing you and seeing his emotional reaction being scared and shook to the core of his being 
and then you saying you're gonna call the police and we have cases of the little 12 year old boys like Tamir Rice being killed at 12, 13 years old. Come on people. This movie was interesting. And then I wake up the next morning and I hear about this massacre of, of people being killed. And I look at the dates and I look at the time of the year and my education allows me to understand rituals. But my frustration is the emotion that there are stirring up within the people to make us all turn against each other and hate each other when there's bigger issues to be concerned about. I wanna to switch topics to Dubai. Let's talk about Dubai. Are bitches really in Dubai getting shitted on? Is yes. your Instagram model in Dubai <laughs> prostituting herself? We called a friend. I let Stylus know, like, yo, Stylus, I was watching this Cat Williams, you know, live, and he was blasting this ex-girl, and then I saw her alive. She did in Dubai showing her status and where she's at, and she was like, I'm not here getting shitted on. And then Stylus was like, you know what? I think I got a friend. I'm gonna reach out to him. And what did you learn from your friend, Stylus? That once you go to Dubai, you can see for yourself. Go to Dubai and see if you really wanna understand a different lifestyle outside of the United States. And hmm. uh, that, damn, it's it's like, women lined up outside of the clubs or even hookah bars <laughs> just waiting to proposition and be proposition prop yeah yeah mm. yeah mm -mm -mm. And, and and women approaching men more more of a an aggressive state like women are more aggressive in dubai because they have a business way of thinking why they come in so vast of groups like so they're think like 30 women outside the club think like women in and out walking who knows what direction That's in the club sex. sitting down talking to men this is what That's was discussed because isn't dubai like a muslim country however where you have you, well, well if you're like if that? you're from the u.s you have a lot more access and flexibility and you can only drink and party, do your drugs, all that stuff inside the club, but outside the club, you can't. And the citizens of Dubai have none of that flexibility. There is more restrictions on them than people actually traveling in. Why Dubai has been talked about more in the entertainment scene, and you hear mostly, oh, celebrities going to Dubai, and fancy this, fancy that, publicized. You see it in films, it's always glamorized and it's always amongst people like sultans and different princes and high up people, bloodline who own land and oil and wealth. I just find it interesting that we live in a world that has been cultivated to be a satanic utopia and then when things happen we're appalled and the first thing we do is hold the person in charge responsible we all have a part that we play in this yeah so my thing is i actually not to cut you off but i'm like we have a part to play in this and and women make up a, a vast majority of the world 
So it's like when you think of life survival of the fittest and women who have to take care of themselves, this is one of those effects. But another effect is that they're psychologically uh, reprogramming themselves because in order to be this Instagram model or this, this role model or this whatever you want to call it, they have to invest in their bodies, right? Which is a surgical procedure. How are you getting that money? Okay, you're investing in your body. You're getting your body made over. There's health issues that come from that. Maybe you haven't even had a kid yet and you're making all these changes and what's gonna happen when you have a child? Psychologically, what kind of emotional stress are you gonna begin to go through after that? Yeah. I'm not even trying to be judgmental, but I just think about things extensively like that. I've been in a position where I've you know, sold my body at a bad time in my life. I've been in a position where I've re-evaluated like, how I wanna exist on the planet. And it took me decades to reprogram myself for the better. But it took people pulling me aside and being like, yo, let me talk to you real fast. Let me just tell you that something's wrong. That's why today's episode is like, family, we need to talk. We need to talk about our part in things. We can't allow the media to continue to manipulate us. It's very, it's really, really sad and very hard to swallow news of people, innocent people in their place of worship, whether they be Jewish or Christian, black, white, Muslim, other. If we're all in America, we're all supposed to be cordial to one another to the point where we can coexist and create a better society that's supposed to influence the world around us for better, but we're not. The world around us is laughing at us and they're purchasing parts of us that we don't even know exists and our freedoms are being taken from us. And I just feel like we all need to just take a moment and be like, okay, let me see what's really going on. And I'm going to counteract that hate vibration with some love and some positivity. And I'm not even trying to sound all woo-woo, but what if we counteracted a lot of that energy with being like, yo, no matter what I hear that's negative, I'm going to try my best to make sure that my contribution on this planet is positive. What do you think, creative? I was trying to, I was waiting for some Dubai stories. Y'all ain't getting no stories from you, boy? Oh, we have some stories. <laughs> I did a lot of research, right? Apparently, every woman's race, I'm sorry, every race of female, I'm sorry, not even race, every nationality, nationality, every nationality of women, of women can be purchased and they all have different prices. The most expensive woman is $1,500 mm. and it is uh, an Arab woman. What'd that come with, though? Like what package do I get to pee and they have they start at ten thousand dollars and up in terms of it's fifteen hundred an hour. Dang. So eight hours in a shift, but their shifts are like three hours. So one prostitute had an interview on YouTube and she said a night with her is three hours. A half but a night. So is like, it like buying a bottle though? Can you like group up? If you want to spend a night with her for three hours, it's 15 to 25 grand a minimum, depending on what you want her to do in those three hours. There's lower tiers though. There's women who who will suffice with 500 because you know their per nationality is a certain price, and the top price is priced on Middle Eastern women. Yeah. Mm. And those are from like a thousand and up. Mm. Not only that, peep this. This is what else I've learned about Dubai. You cannot smoke there. You cannot drink there. 
if you are a citizen and the places that they've designated to drink are the nightclubs and the lounges and only Americans can partake. So my thing is, okay, Americans, you go to these places and you get super faded and fucked up. What happens if something transpires where you need someone to vouch for you and be like, no, this didn't happen. They're going to automatically be like, no, this person is drunk and high. They're an American. They're drunk and high. So we're going to put you in jail. There's cases where women like this one woman, she got arrested while in Dubai. She got into an argument with her spouse. He hit her and they arrested her. And it took her a while to be able to get back into America. Mm. Like, why do you want to flee the country so much? Like, what's it's really hard out there, I know. But girl, it's okay to get a $10 an hour job and just work it for a few months. Apply the 50, 30, 20 rule strictly, save your money, and glow up. Well, that Don't sounds go to Dubai like, look, shit it on. look, psychology no. meets desperation and and business meets lifestyle. Mm. Because a person could be a business, you could be a businessman or a woman, you know. Yeah. And and you can differentiate things. When you develop a lifestyle when it comes to treating yourself and your rule. Without getting shitted on. Without getting shitted <laughs> That like like if you out buying like Bugattis and all this shit or 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 you know lots of diamonds and and high expensive clothes, then that's the result. But that's the makeup of what the media portrays. And then you have the backstage story where you have the people who who can walk right by you and you won't even know who they are. I know. And, and and those people have way more money than the people than you that you see on TV. I once saw a video that was discussing hip hop and rappers and how if you have a nine to five job, you're probably richer than your favorite rapper. Man, and have more independence by too. freedom. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm. So people. Family, the conversation today is let's take our energy and pray for all the people around the planet who've been affected by the recent tragedy. And let's take a moment to pray for the spirit of confusion and racism and manipulation and racism to be lifted because although racism and white supremacy is very real, I'm not sitting here backpedaling on nothing. They're doing shit on purpose. Like I said, every unarmed black person that's been killed, there's a white person or other person that has gone into some place and made a mass murder. And they, they somehow still have their life, some of them. Let's not allow that manipulation to drive us to hate one another, but let's allow it to make us pay more attention to what's distracting us from what we should be paying attention to. And young ladies, if you're having financial troubles, seek out a financial planner and, and find out how to do good with what you got so that you don't have to make any compromising decisions. Financial planner costs money, though. No, not necessarily. Well, you can go buy right, a book. Another... You can go buy a book. Put your phone down. Get off of Facebook and Instagram and taking selfies and go read a book. For another terminology, mentorship. Mentorship, find, yes. Yeah, find, find a, a mentor. mentor. Find someone who you feel is going to give you some guidance on some things you need to know, who's going to give you the real, but at least be committed enough to know that you're going to have to do some work too. 
You know what I mean? You're gonna have to do some work to get it done. And then my last note to you guys tonight, because I told you this is gonna be a short, sweet one, is to pay attention to some of the movies that you're watching because you should, you should still be in your detox phase, right? Pay attention to what you're watching and the messages that are being shown to you because entertainment is this, being detained so that something can enter in, okay? Mm-hmm. Guard your heart, and your heart is not your just your blood vessel. It's your mind, your will, and your emotions, your decision making process, your soul. So guard it, and what you allow to come in, because what you allow to come in is going to reflect the person that you are. So if you keep hearing certain rhetoric, it's going to affect you to not make your best decisions. And we don't want to do that, David. No, we don't want to make bad decisions. We want to make good decisions so we can have a peaceful life. And it's just that simple. We love you for tuning in. Next week is going to be a doozy. We have special guests. It's going to be really, really dope. So make sure you tune in. Cannabisandchardonnay.com. Creative, how can people keep up with your boy? I got a message from uh, Kanye first. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Kanye's back on Twitter and he said, my eyes are now wide open. And now I realize I've been used to spread messages I don't believe in. I am distancing myself from politics and completely focusing on being creative. Oh, he got it. <laughs> Y'all know I'm a Kanye fan, right? Yo, Kanye wilding. <laughs> so Kanye back, yo. Y'all back to I, actually, I thought about killing you, <laughs> but I thought about killing myself too. <laughs> yeah, find me at thecreativebully.com. <laughs> How do people keep up with your blood? 2 all across the board, social media plus website, and just keep tuning in. And it's your girl, Sin, a.k.a. She is New Day. She is New Day.com. But I really want you to subscribe at CannabisAndChardonnay.com so you can yeah. check us out on YouTube. We got a whole new set and all that good stuff. We have Creative Bully coming to be here live in person so y'all can see the energy and how it is. And just thank you once again for rocking with us, guys. So go get yourself together. I know you had a couple of joints in a glass with us. Go get it together so you can pay attention to This Is Us because it's getting deep this season. Don't uh-huh. you think it ain't, it ain't making me cry, though. Like, Don't let it play with your emotions. Pull me in. They pulled me in the other week with Kevin. And old girl, she's like, I need my silk pillowcase. And he was like, well, I got to It's the music. Shout out to the people who orchestrate the music, the scores, the people who do the soundtracks. Because without the music, you would you would probably fall asleep. No, but hey, hey. Right, Catherine. Don't man. forget about the musicians. <laughs> Good night, everyone. We love you so much. And uh, spread love around, okay? Woo-woo-woo. Yeah. Woo-woo-woo. <laughs> Bye, guys. Dubai. Dubai? Hey. <laughs> <laughs>